Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. Welcome back, ladies. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Investor Show, where we have a mini-sode this week, right, Andressa? Oh, yes. And every week. <laughs> but we do a mini-sode, 10 minutes or less, as one of our two episodes that we release each week. So we release a mini-sode on Tuesday. And if you don't know, we release an interview-style episode on Friday. So to check those out. We're always bringing on amazing rock star women. Uh, but our mini-sodes really just have Andres and I. So you're stuck with us. And we share some important information, something's coming up for us in one of our three pillars, which is real estate investing, business, and self-care. So what we're going to talk about today? All right. So what we're going to talk about? We're going to talk about evaluating a syndicator like a pro. Like how do you really evaluate a syndicator in a way that beyond just Googling it, I'm going to give you some really good tips because I come from the syndication world. So I want to give you some really important questions and things to think about that are harder to find all the time. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation homeowning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. Top real estate investors love to talk about how they save so much on taxes, but how are they able to build rental property empires while skirting Uncle Sam? 1031 Exchanges. 1031 exchanges allow you to defer capital gains taxes while you sell an investment property, exchanging your old property for a bigger, better one and avoiding the tax man while you do it. And that's where First American Exchange Company comes in. They're the leaders in 1031 exchanges. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just starting, First American Exchange can help you with simple rental property exchanges, complex commercial real estate investments, reverse exchanges, and more. Don't let your taxes eat into your profits. Visit First American Exchange Company at firstexchange.com. Or call them at 800-556-2520. That's firstexchange.com or 800-556-2520. Keep your money in your pocket and propel your portfolio further at firstexchange.com. First American Exchange Company does not provide tax or legal advice. Consult your financial, real estate, tax, or legal advisor about your circumstances. First American Exchange Company. Safe, smart, secure. Okay, on justice. So I'm going to be talking about how to evaluate a syndicator like a pro. Mm. And you, you know, what's important here is that when you talk about evaluating someone, the reason why I think I'm qualified to, to talk about this is tell that me what your qualifications. I'm are. qualified. I am qualified. In case you are looking for my qualification card, but uh, you know, I am qualified in the sense of that is what our core real estate investing strategy is currently. Me and my husband. So I speak to this. Because I'm, you know, in in the throes of what we're up to and growing our business, growing our portfolio and syndication. How many years been, you guys have been in business? 16. We've been investing for 16, 16. years. Right 16. now, 
Right now it's December. How many doors? I know I'm, I hate this question, but people I know you, you, you hate asking it, it, but you're going to ask me anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to ask you anyway. How we're about a thousand. Are under control. Yeah, about a thousand and we're under contract to probably have another 700. Awesome. Yeah. So, so, so she's I, qualified. I'm qualified. Stamp qualifications. <laughs> Period. Thank you for the stamp or the, or the, or the uh, blessing. <laughs> so I want to give you some questions to, and why I'm asking them and then questions for you to actually ask syndicators. And the reason why this is really coming up for, for me is a lot of women, even in our, our membership, our Strive membership, Andressa, uh, one of them brought me a deal and said, hey, uh, it's a personality. It's a person that's very big on YouTube. And um, I asked a few questions and here's what they said. And what they said just didn't make sense to what, you know, what, what the person was trying to, 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 you know, to achieve. So it's a big deal out there just because people have a big following doesn't necessarily mean always that they are the right team for you. So first thing I want to get you in, into the, to the frame of references is that when you ask people, the deal and the project is really important and obviously the market and how much do they know about what's happening in the market? Very, very, very important. These questions I'm going to ask you, a first couple are going to be more about the team because again, you can't, you can't skirt the team and just get so focused on the project or the deal of the returns, quite honestly, because every deal has challenges. Every deal doesn't always go according to the business plan. What? Or the pro forma. <laughs> things happen. That's what you say. Yeah. Things happen that are so unexpected. And I can tell you that very confidently in, 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 in the 16 years I've been doing this, that I don't know if anything's ever gone according to plan, <laughs> but what's really important is that you're investing with people that you trust, you like, and you respect, and that you've vetted, and then have shown their credibility to you in past deals. So the first thing I really want you to think about, and the first question, or kind of questions you, you should be asking syndicators you're, you're evaluating, is understanding what their goals are as a syndicator. And to say, you know, how many assets do you want to have under management now and, and in the future are important questions. Um, what is the team? What does your team look like today? What do you want it to be looking like in, in a few years? That's a really, it looks, seems really obvious, right, Andresa? Right. And I think that what you're saying is that if they give you like a very vague, oh, I want to continue investing in multifamilies or I want to get, I don't know, X amount of doors next year and not specific, right? Is that what the red Absolutely. flags are? Yeah, I mean, because we think everyone has these great, you know, these, if they're investing in larger multi, they're in it for the long term, they're in it for the long game. And some of them aren't. And, and I think that's a big red flag. So if they're not clear on, you know, where they've been, where they are today, and where they want to go in a specific way, and not just properties under management, but the markets that they're in, the type of markets that they're in, the type of assets they want to invest in. Not all assets are the same. Some are like a mild value add and some are turnarounds and there's everything in between. So if they're not clear, like you always say, Andressa, give you want to give people, brokers, specific deal, you know, specific criteria about a deal, what you're looking for. Well, if a syndicator doesn't give me what they're where they're headed in a specific way, or at least in a cohesive, cohesive way, that's problematic to me. So that's the first one, first one. And if they give you vague answers, it kind of gives you a good sense. What does their internal and external team look like? People don't realize enough that the people sometimes that are on social media and the face of these organizations, they're helpful and they're the ones raising money. They have a very important role. I don't mean to dismiss that, <laughs> you know, because they have a role in the company and, and they probably are doing a lot of different things in the company, but they're not the only one that's managing the asset. 
typically. Uh, it's a team sport. You know, proper, uh, large multi is a team sport. So I want to know from that syndicator, the, the person that I'm talking to on the phone, who's probably more enrolling and personable and all the things that they should be, <laughs> what does their internal and, and their external team look like? And what I mean by that, does their team handle the construction management? Some syndicators outsource that, some do it in-house. Um, do they handle property management? Some syndicators actually have a property management team and company under their umbrella. Many others outsource that. So, you know, why is that? <laughs> you know, can they answer that? You know, who are their property managers if they they are um, working with one? Uh, did they just form the relationship? Do they have uh, multiple property managers? Have they been through a ton? That's a red flag. If, if people have a couple key property managers, that's a really good sign because then that means they're focused, laser focused on a particular market because typically property managers are very market focused. They know their market, North Carolina, Texas, California, what have you, they, they, or even that's broad. They probably know a couple key regions of those states. Uh, they, they just know it and they know what's happening there. They have their, they have their finger on the pulse. Really, really important piece. So how long have they been working with them and how effective have they been? Those are really important questions. Large multifamily uh, can can be, you know, you're, you could you can either achieve your business plan with your prop with the right property manager, or it goes down the drain, you know, and, and it really could be a disaster. Uh, I've seen all things happen there yeah. and, and have experienced there. We see a lot of like social media posts about the closing the deal and all of that. But what we have seen is that the work, really the hard work starts on executing that business plan and turning that property around. So it's super, super important to talk about the asset management team. That's like- And, and also just quick point, especially if you have a syndicator who's growing very quickly, mm. like I just said, we're we're growing a lot. So if I was vetting someone who could be doubling their portfolio, a big question I would have is, are you training asset management? Huge part of, of a syndicator, right? Usually it's a team member. It's usually a team as, 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 the, as, the, as the syndicator and team grows and the operator grows. Are they training people? Are they, is the same person now going to be over another 500 units? Um, do they have a plan for that? What seems to work? You know, just like hiring employees for a company, you wouldn't like double your employee size and not bring on more employees, right? Absolutely. It's nonsense. So same kind of thing there. They, they need to have a plan in place. Oh, this person has been apprenticing this person and we, we need to, we're going to be probably doubling our asset managers or we're going to be doubling our X, Y, and Z. People don't realize the power of staffing and team in this business. Mm -hmm. So make sure you, you, I'm spending a lot of time there because it's probably one of the most important things. And, what and it's not perfect. One list. We just last have one, one sorry. more minute. Run, run. Yes, I need to wrap it up. I'm just telling me to wrap it up. So the third one is what has been this uh, operator syndicator's past performance on projects? Mm. What projects have worked well? What projects have not gone well? Mm. You know, and, and there have been plenty of projects you know, I could think of a number of them that you learn a lot during the the the, the time you own them, and you know nothing nothing's always per nothing's perfect. Nothing always like just oh it's this and this and this and it just is is this like wonderful process. There's things that you know people have to get fired or things need to change or it's the, the business plan has to get updated. What we thought was going to happen uh, is is something has to shift. 
Um, and sometimes it's better than what you have in the business plan. Mm-hmm. Our rents have gone up more than in a number of our buildings than we actually anticipate. So it's not always negative. It's actually can be positive. But the, the bottom line, that shows you the syndicator is conservative. That's a very good thing. Side note. But anyway, number three is really about knowing what they've um, accomplished in full cycle, meaning bought the property, you know, added the value to the property, got, got your net operating income up. And, and it made it very uh, strong in performance, you know, occupancy, all the good things that are important in, in multifamily, and then sold the building. And, and what returns did the investors actually make versus what are the projected ROI? People talk about projections all the time. But what has happened in the past that will give you a good indicator? Um, and why didn't it happen? All good things you can kind of get a sense of with, with people and, and teams. So I got a lot more apply to share with you. I'll have to talk more about this. At some we need point. to do an inter- entire interview about this. Liz. Yes, I would love that. So that's what I have for you. But I think asking the tough questions on the actual syndicator and the operator and the team and performance are important questions. And I that's hope that was awesome. helpful today. Love it. And I promise you guys, I'm going to just ask a ton of questions in an exclusive interview with Liz, the syndicator, <laughs> very soon. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community, and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share it with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.